Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Aloha. Aloha. We are on day two of our Pick Your Prize contest. That's where right. Through next Friday, um, we are giving away $100 on each of our daytime shows, four times a day on weekdays. And then the $100 winners are entered into the grand prize, which ends on the 31st, but the drawing will be on the following Monday in April. And um, how do you register for the $10,000 grand pick your prize? You download the MyTalk app, or if you already have the app, you do have to re-register for the pick your prize. And um, you go from there. And every day we're drawing somebody. And I know some people who enter every day. Yes, you Which can you that. can if you yeah, want. Really. But once you're entered, you're entered. But the prizes are substantial. And you can go to mytalk1071.com to find out what the different prizes are. But the one that sticks out to me right now, Lori, is yes. uh, Cub Foods ten thousand dollars. Oh, heck yeah! Mg, wouldn't that be wouldn't that be kind of something something? Yeah, it would. Or if you need wow. landscaping, or if you need a new bath, or if you need new outdoor uh, riding vehicles, you know, for lawns and snows, which a lot of people do. It's all there. Yeah, so it's pretty exciting. Okay. Okay, so what is happening on Kua Kua Pua Pua? <laughs> Julia, it's Puaco. Puaco. How do you spell it? I literally P-U- was looking it up today. Okay, P U A K O, and it's pronounced Puaco. Puaco. On the Big Island of Hawaii, and yes. I am recruiting. You're recruiting here. listeners. Yes, I am. Okay, yeah. how's it going? Do we need to give a shout well, out? Well, pretty to good. When Anybody? I told them, yeah, I've recruited at least three people. Cindy. Pam, and I forget the other lady's name. Was Pam the lady? Sally from Honolulu. Is Sally from Honolulu the one that gave you the hairdresser um, inside Lake? No, that's Pam. Okay. (laughs) I knew one of them. I knew one of them had to do with it. So we're watching your um, videos today, Lori. Oh, gosh. Just laughing. Uh, Julia, I'm very disappointed. Um, My Instagram had only posted like 20 seconds of a 55 second video which got funnier as it went along <laughs> i i i'm flummoxed sometimes i think maybe you can't instagram from the beach i don't know but i put it on facebook and twitter and yes i've discovered i'm an international hula dancer oh is that what we know now <laughs> oh i can't wait i can't wait well, i also made another discovery Julia. okay it's really a relationship tip um, because I really had been giving lady exercise a lot of crap for, you know, she just was always only worried about her hair, but lady exercise has been happening. Oh, and, how's that going? Well, good. You know, it's fun. It's relaxed vacation sex, <laughs> even if one is working, right. but is that what we're calling it? <laughs> I've realized I've come to a realization as a woman who's been married three times had multiple wonderful and bad love affairs, and now is married to the man I'm crazy about for 23, almost 24 years. I can't even believe it. I know it, but Julia, here's the tip. 
So, and I'm speaking strictly in a woman to a man relationship. Okay. But one of the things that vexes, and you and I have made the eternal old lady promise that we will pluck each other's oh, chin hairs, mole hair. I'll never forget the time I came back from a grandma's marathon. I was like 28 years old, <laughs> and I'd had a brown hair coming out of a mole on the side of my cheek mm. all weekend long. And, I mean, it was big okay <laughs> luckily beer goggles were on and so i didn't know so you can get these hairs at any time men get them too yes they their do ears, the ears their nose the top of their ears the, the top tip of, of their, their nose, nose tip of the nose oh yeah the, their eyebrows oh yes and so about two months ago i noticed casey had like a horned eyebrow that was one hard white wiry hair and he's got his whole hair is like steel gray, but his eyebrows are black like Scorsese. Okay? okay. And so this winter, I tried to, you know, because I do trim his eyebrows. Of I'm course. very good at it. I love getting my little eyebrow scissor and... But he wouldn't let me tweeze this hair. Okay? Okay. No, cut it. You're not supposed to pull it out. I'm like, oh, yes, you are. You hold, You pull out the horned gray hairs. Okay. So I knew after two weeks in Hawaii, I'm having, he's eating out of the coconut of my hand. You've got <laughs> him just where you want him in the love canal. Okay, yes. That's, uh -huh. that's right. And so I, you know, we snuggled for a minute and then I jumped up and I'd had my tweezers placed in a place I could find them. You're so funny. I, I said, lovey. Let me just do this one thing, and I promise it'll just hurt for a teeny second. He goes, what are you going to do? Are you going after that eyebrow? Just just trim it. And I said, darling, if you love me, you'll let me do this. So he grimaced, and I yanked it out, and I showed him. But this is man management. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, this is for free. Yeah, this, this is people. free they, But the thing about that, see, now I am not so sure I would have maybe trimmed it. Why did you plug oh, no. it? The great debate. Julia, it was hard and sticking straight out. It wouldn't even lay flat. It wasn't tame. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. It, okay. Every time I saw him in profile in the sun, that thing was tormenting me. I believe it. Oh, the sun is dangerous <laughs> if you have any sort of whiskery things. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The sun is brutal. The brutal. This is why a lot of women keep a tweezer in their car. Mm -hmm. So you do your uh, tweezing in the mirror in your car. Unless you can't but see men, anymore. But guys are real touchy about that. Yep. So they got to be in the right frame. And I have found the grooming comes after the sexy time. <laughs> and You get away with a lot more. They're vulnerable. Right. There you go, Grant. <laughs> You're right. I like it. You're right. Hey, yeah. Lori. And you're relaxed. Yeah. You are. Yeah, you're much more The oxytocin. <laughs> I mean, men are such babies. I oh, mean, we are. one plucked hair. Oh. They've they've oh. never gone through the, the good old bikini waxing. <gasps> oh. Brutal back you in the day. never would. Never. No, brutal. No. Okay, I have to give a shout out to something that we have been paying attention to, and this is for our community, and it's the SOS Save Our Street, the citizen group um, saving Summit Avenue there is an uh, informal, informative meeting tonight that's going to be at the University of St. Thomas at the O'Shaughnessy Education Center. 
And Mm -hmm. um, if you want to go to savesummitavenue.org, there's more information. But basically, once, you know, there's a group of people that want to put through this big uh, regional biking trail, and there's a group of a lot more people who want to save the trees and save the beauty of Summit Avenue, they're going to answer your questions tonight. It's an informational forum. And, uh, but we all know once the trees are gone and the avenue's been rearranged, there's no going back. So we want to make sure the citizens are all informed. And again, it's SaveSummitAvenue.org for more information that is happening tonight at 630 to 8 at St. Thomas O'Shaughnessy Education Center. And if you need more information, you know, this still has to go before the city council and other things, but it's a great way to bring yourself. Yes, Lori's raising her hand. Yes, 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 yes. The woman in the front row. Yes. (laughs) The other thing. That I wanted to say, because one of my neighbors is very involved in Save SOS, Save Summit Avenue. The thing that everyone's worried about, and there's going to be these breakout groups tonight to answer all these things, but the thing that the city is going to use as the reason to push for this plan, even though they have their own experts that said you could do so much better by not disrupting the whole thing, they're going to use... The fact that the 100-year-old sewer system under Stavement Avenue needs to be replaced, and they've been putting enough and putting enough, but that will be the excuse given, oh, well, we got to do the sewers, so we might as well do the whole thing. I just hate that that's what I feel like is going to happen. Okay, well, your neighbor's going to be there informing people that that's not the truth. There are other ways to do it. Okay, we've got... We've got some personal, it's just, it would, it's just a shame, but that's, we just want to give out the information. So that's happening tonight. Once it's gone, it's gone forever. You know that, Grant. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Think of your golf course. Well, that, was, that was the slogan. That was the slogan. Uh-huh. That, and everybody, and there are listeners that were part of it, but that uh-huh. was that was the sign in Long Lake for Lakeview Golf Course. Once it's gone, it's gone forever. It I, is. I understand it. I've been through this myself. Yeah, so. you have. Oh. Yeah. oh. Okay, so you are listening to my talk, 1071.com, or streaming daily, or you can listen to us on our app wherever you are. And I just want to know today at 5 o'clock, a little after 5, we're going to announce our Choose Your Prize winner today who's going to win a hundred dollars but again download the app if you don't already have it and sign up for the pick your prize because it's an opportunity to win a lot of something all right all right gang it's julia and Lori here for first equity mortgage and um you know i hear some other ads for mortgages and things like that around but um working with first equity nothing is ever a puzzle that they have to fit together for you what they do is they have solutions they Uh, Nothing needs to be solved. When you're working with First Equity, it is always easy. Things always work out. You feel like you've got such a champion on your side um, and a friend in your corner who's going to help you get exactly what you need. And um, we see this all the time on the feedback from First Equity Mortgage clients, all of you, because we get your testimonials all the time. And David and his team... They know how to make it happen for you. They know everything that's going on. It's calm. It's smooth. It's an easy process. And real estate agents love working with First Equity. Work with work with our team, First Equity. Call them today or my talk keyword, David. Happy almost, is today hump day or is it just Tuesday? It's just Tuesday. Tuesday, <laughs> darling. to beat. March feels like it's been a while. Okay, so... Um, the darling Florence Pugh mm-hmm. and Zach Braff and Molly Shannon and the rest of the crew from a new movie that's coming out this weekend called A Good Person. 
um, did the red carpet last night, and she was on with uh, Jimmy Fallon promoting this movie that was written for her, basically, by her ex-boyfriend, Zach, um, what's his last name, Braff? Zach Braff. Braff, and directed by him. Yeah, he's, if you know Scrubs, he was he was yes. one of the main guys in Scrubs. Yes. yes. And um, They seem to be having a very good uncoupling. Yes, they, they really do. do. And, and he, he said, had dinner with her family, including her grandmother, on Saturday night. So even though her fans hated that she dated him because he was like 44 to her 22 or whatever, but mm-hmm. she stood by her guy, you know, she liked him, but till she didn't like him. But um, she, this is kind of becoming a thing. Her plus one on the red carpet has been her grandma. Yes. So here's Florence yes. telling Fallon about that. In the show, though, it's 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 Granny. It's Granzo Pat. Granny Pat, I'm in love with. I- Everyone is. Everyone treats her like a princess, and she's like, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> but it, does she, here's a picture of you and Granny on the red no. carpet. No, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how is she loving her newfound fame? You know what? She um, she actually got her first gifting. Her first what? Gifting. Like, she's now so famous that people are gifting her things. Oh, funny. And um, I went to <laughs> Ireland, and someone came and gave her a gift, and when she received it, months later, she goes, you must, you must give me the address of that person. And I was like, which person are you talking about? And she goes, the person that gave me that beautiful handbag. I need to write her a thank you note. See, that's exactly like, right. Granny, I have no clue who that is. Yeah. <laughs> no one even does that. It could for Granny. I love her. I know, but she's going to wear it at some point and show that she's very thankful. And how does she get, like, uh, does, she, does she mingle with other celebrities? I don't know. Oh, yeah, no, no. Actually, no. One time at Venice, she kept on going up to Chris Pine. And be- <laughs> <laughs> she kept on going up to me like, I'm more famous than you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so, interesting because... Last time she was kind of doing the red carpet was for Don't Worry Darling, where she never spoke. She never she refused to do all the press, but she showed up physically with her grandma in Venice and walked the red carpet. And that's all they did. And the story, do you know the story behind all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find Find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. this movie a good person, Laurie? Uh, no, I don't. But I, I mean, I do. I've seen the trailer. Right. I would call it a grief drama. And I know Morgan Freeman is in it. Okay, so what happens is the Florence Pugh character somehow gets into a car accident and kills 
Morgan Freeman's granddaughter. So she's grief stroke and her life falls apart, but somehow she has to make amends and some, you know, a friendship kind of kindling between Morgan Freeman and her. And Zach Braff wrote this for her, kind of wanted when they were going out, but it ended up after they were broken up, he still wanted her to have the lead role because he said, she's not just an actor, she's exceptional. So I love mm-hmm. how he's talking about her in this. So anyway, you could listen to other cuts. But so there was, and it was inspired by some true event. Well, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of there. There, there's a true story, and you didn't give any spoilers away I didn't. in the trailer for a good person. You get all. You yes, pick all this no, up. No, exactly. Yeah, I didn't and, give away anything. No, and it is a grief drama. Mm-hmm. And it's so, what it is. What are our other cuts and, that we're going to hear about the cutie patootie? Mm-hmm. Well, this one is, you know, the internet went crazy on Oscar night. I don't even know if we picked up on this or maybe you talked about it, but Florence Pugh presented with Andrew Garfield. Yes. And they had, like, people were calling him Flow Field. They had such good chemistry. Apparently, they have never, they never met prior to the Oscars. And I, I don't know if they're going to be in a movie they together, are. but if, here's Fallon asking okay. her about that i saw you at the oscars uh you were fantastic uh again here's this is a, this is what a movie star looks like right Garfield, and the internet went wild by the way they were like those two should do a movie together you know what's crazy is we that they didn't know that we were doing a movie together well i, I don't think they did but this was i think a bit of an accident yeah which is even weird. They just thought they, you guys would have a good yeah, chemistry together. they put us together and then... And you then are doing We it. are doing a movie together. Don't worry, that's not a lie. We are doing a movie together. Yeah! yeah. And um, I, I, I met him the day before in rehearsals and we instantly got along and I was taking the piss out of him and he loved it and he yeah. was taking the piss out of me and I loved it. It was great. I saw you at the Oscars. Uh, you were fantastic. Okay, that was the same. So anyway, I am waiting for the day for her to say... Don't worry, darling. <laughs> oh, wow. you? She said, don't worry. You know, we are doing a movie together. Yes. And I'm like, oh, Florence, one day, please give us that shade. Just something, but she won't. She's very classy. No. And so I just read I, I read a little bit more about this movie, which really looks good because Molly Shannon, now she's doing the rounds. And I mean, I love any, every time she opens her mouth, she just delights. But is she, Molly in a good person? Yes, she is. Okay. She's in it. And so Zach Braff, who wrote this and directed it, and we know from Scrubs and the former uh, boyfriend of Florence Pugh's, explained that he experienced quite a bit of loss over the last several years, including his sister, father, and a close friend. And that's what played a role when it came to writing this film. And so Florence Pugh's character gets hooked on opioids and some other things. And this is all in the trailer. But it just looks like a real good character-driven movie. Uh, yeah, I hope it gets good reviews. I would like to just point out, Grant posted the red carpet. Yes. I would like you to notice that Florence Pugh is basically wearing the tuxedo bib that Jennifer Beals <laughs> goes on a date with that... Michael. Uh, the hot older yes, guy. Yes, Michael Remember, guy. it just looks like a bib. Yep. Yeah. So much side boobs. It's so cute. And if I could get away with that, I'd wear it once. Isn't that darling? She is darling and everything. 
That movie is going to be coming out soon called A Good Person. Hey, everybody. Lori and Julia here for Hammernick's Interior Solutions. And, of course, we know that we've gotten the message through to you that they can do any work on any home for flooring needs. But they, they're flooring experts. I mean, they help with any budget, any size. The commercial designers have worked with some of the, I mean, you know these places, Mancini's. The Guthrie, Digidios, Mall of America, all kinds of businesses. So they also work with the business aspect. And um, as always, they're open seven days a week. They've got the flooring uh, experts and the designers that can help you. You know, what is the room being used for? What the traffic is? And come up with flooring solutions. Solutions, And they're wonderful within your budget. Again, upfront 12% discount on all in-stock flooring. And they have the most in-stock flooring you're going to find in the upper Midwest, for crying out loud. They're fantastic. Hammernicks on the west side of town and on the east side of town and at hammernicks.com. Thanks for hanging out with us. Lori and Julia here in the middle of Pick Your Prize-a-rama. Go to MyTalk1071 to find out more information about it. Okay, what is the share news that you're dying to share with us? See how I did that? Yeah, I did. I see you, Julia. Okay, so... I was reading Mansion Global magazine, a magazine that I happened to bring with me. Where, where, finally, where where is that? What is in? Is this no. real estate? It's, it, I yeah, it's actually I read it online. Okay. Mansion Global magazine. I love the name of we, it. Yeah, remember when the first time that um, we went to Malibu to go to the country market and just kind of see what Malibu was about? We were in town for SAG Awards and we drove and. Then I showed you right almost as you enter Malibu, there's this huge estate uh, with a gatehouse. And it almost looked like uh, there was, it almost had an Egyptian thing, but there were palm trees. And okay, and I'm like, and it's to the left of Pacific Highway. And I said, this is Cher's home. She has lived here since 1989. Okay, and then like last year, she put it up for sale. And we were shocked because I think it was after her mom passed away because she's lived there so long. So I did a little um, digging in Mansion Global Magazine because okay. they have all they have all the high-end listings. I actually am looking at it right now for, you know, uh, Canadian Rocky Mountains just for $18 million, Nothing on it. <laughs> yeah, there's it's, it's kind of interesting to peek at. So she bought the first what they called the first little house yes. in 1989 for 2.9 million. And then she built the big villa in 1999 after she lived in the little house for 10 years. And it's it's built in the Italian Renaissance style, so kind of think of like the pool area at the Bellagio, and it is on 1.7 acres. It's, of course, oceanfront. The big new house is um, 13,000 square feet with seven bedrooms, nine bathrooms. All the limestone and marble was imported from Italy and France. She had hand-wrought bronze doors. You see them, I think, on the gate of the house. And then all of the hardware and tile was custom from Spain and Morocco. As, as one does. That's right. Of course, tennis court, pool, a huge courtyard, because in the Italian Renaissance, I mean, that's where you have courtyards. And then there's 
even a gatehouse. So it's uh, been knocked down, Julia. She's knocked $10 million. It went on the market for $85 million, and she's chopped off $10 million, and you can now have it for $75 million. And I think it comes with a no development clause. There is, because remember we talked about this. There was also the distance to the road was too close or the distance to the beach. So there was always part of it that was under contention um, with this Malibu rule. Um, I can't remember what it was, but we've talked about it. But so for $70 million, so the three of us, Grant. 75. Oh, all right, Grant, all right. you take care of the extra five. You've got all, right, got all of the merch. Yeah. We're going to sell that merch for you once <laughs> one of these guys gets in the Hall of Fame, damn it. We're in. Exactly. As soon as Joe Maurer gets in, we can buy that Yo, house. would you hurry up? I know, right? Um, hurry up. Oh. No, so that's something, Laura. Anyway. So she's trying so to sell that. Like, you know, and I don't know, maybe it just feels too big. Maybe it feels too far away. Maybe her mom lived, you know, nearby right. or maybe lived with her. But she's... You know, it's it's hard to, since 19, it's hard to leave a home. So I'm always curious, but she's owned other homes in Beverly Hills, right. in Bel Air, in Brentwood. She may own multiple homes, and this is like her beach home, but I do think it has been her main, it's where they have the family celebrations. It's been the house, the yes. family house. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, it's lovely. So, and I would I would recommend people go to mansionglobal.com if you want to see Isn't it kind some, of fun? Oh, it's beautiful real estate. I'd rather Yeah, it's beautiful. Julia, I I found it um I'm not going to lie, reading my National Enquirer. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I love it that you are picking up everything paper, you know. It's good. I love it. I picked up Minneapolis St. Paul magazine my April um uh, edition or whatever we call it, um, and it's the music issue. And I started going through oh, it. This is cool. And there's so much in there. And I thought we've got to have Jane Hogan Olson on because she is all things music in this community. And there's so many great stories in it. So she's going to be on tomorrow at three thirty to talk about cool. it. And there's a letter from Chan Polling that he wrote to First Avenue. Oh, which is sweet. We'll it's get like a into love it. letter, right? It's a love letter to First Avenue, and we'll yeah. get into it tomorrow, but it's pretty cool. Magazines, paper, we love it. We love we it. We do. Okay, well, here's a, not from the National Enquirer, but okay. from my inquiring eyes. One of the things I do like, Julia, I get a, I get a jump on um, audio for our show. It's basically Grant has it by the time he comes into work because I look at everything at like 6 o'clock. Yeah. In the morning or at, night? At night. It's the best. I wish we could do this all you know, the time. You know, so it's all done, no, you know. So no. we have an idea for the couch or daytime yeah, yeah. or what happened. And so yesterday I thought, God, I need to check in with Kelly Clarkson because yes. I DVR her show every day. I just think she's so great on that show. But mm-hmm. yesterday she did a cover of a Florence and the Machine song, which I'd kind of forgotten about what a great song it is, but... Again, I certainly hope Kelly and her covers, I mean, I don't know if this will be on there because that album might be done, but it's the song called Free by Florence and the Machine. So here's, and Grant posted this so you can see it, but oh, it is so, so great. It just, Florence and the Machine, she's amazing, and Kelly covering this song is amazing. I mean, and that is a great song. I'm grateful. It just kind of... 
Go Keith ahead. Bilby. Oh yeah. Oh. I'm so grateful so for her for not going on tour for your pocketbook, Lori, <laughs> and for my FOMO. Because yeah. that one I'd have to go to. Me too. Yeah. I we Lori, when we finally saw her because she'd canceled the state fair one year and we finally saw her at the Excel and she was pregnant, I think, and barefoot. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just I'm glad she she's not touring. Go on, she'll go on tour when her divorce album is ready, which <laughs> might be twenty twenty four. Right. No, she's she's been talking about it more openly and she is having a, you know, Shane Pink talked about it a few weeks ago. She's pouring her heart out i mean they're like they're gonna have to edit and cut because there's gonna be so many good songs right oh good so Lord. that's why she's just putting this cover however many eps you know i don't know how many songs and she's on the voice her. right now and she's got yeah she's busy she's got, got a full plate she's got a full plate going on and then Jennifer Hudson was uh, cute it was oh. just too long to play but Jimmy Kimmel asked her to sing Text from employees. <laughs> she was amazing. I saw it. She's amazing. Yeah. yeah. You can see how, um, like Elvis, you know, growing up in the church and singing gospel music and being able to, you know, read the way, the declarative and emotional way that you, I don't know. It's just, to me, I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. That Jennifer, she's got a voice. She, she she started singing in church. We saw how you snuck just, in Elvis. Because Elvis <laughs> grew up with the gospel music yeah. well, of Baptist Church. Of course he did. Of course Didn't he you did. You see Elvis the movie? I, wait a minute, Laurie. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. We've been a week. We were robbed. We we were robbed. No, not really. By the way, what? No. There's um the big this made me laugh and laugh. Well, first of all, I, I sent Brittany a copy this morning of somebody had taken a video of the, of a we'll just call her a little old lady as security guard at Glendale, and she was um, I don't know at, if the song was "Shake It Off" or well, she was at but, the concert for Taylor Swift. Yes. Okay. Working. Mm-hmm. Working. Okay. But singing mm-hmm. and dancing and knowing all the words. But yeah. the big thing that happened. Um, was that somebody on TikTok filmed an exchange of a mom yelling at some older girls that they were scaring her seven-year-old daughter because all they did was scream and scream and scream. But, I mean... Who brings a seven-year-old daughter? Well... I, I, I always have a problem with that, but... But, yeah. but 70,000 people and die hard... I mean, if it's a... Boy, I mean, the, people do scream. Yeah. So bring, anyway, bring the old headphones. Maybe, but and and yeah, don't maybe send don't don't send Brittany saying, anything don't, else about Taylor Swift. Don't spend a thousand dollars on your seven year old. Thank have you. Have them be further away. Yeah. I, yeah. Bring a friend to that one. That's a great point. I I agree with you. Thousand dollars on your seven year old. I know it. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, gang. Okay. Um, Grant and I watched something last night that you told us about yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, this bachelor. What is up with him? Oh, yeah, we got to talk about that. Oh, my gosh. All right, we'll be right back. Maybe you're lucky you're going out of town this weekend or pretty soon. And you're thinking, oh, my gosh. Okay, we're going to have to park our car, leave it there. Be sure, go to MSPAirport.com. You know what? You can book your car, your ramp. In advance, you save $2 a day over the drive-up rates. You get a QR code. 
you're in, and when you come back, you're out really fast because there's a designated there uh, lane. Or if you're traveling with kids and you have a lot of gear and you want to be dropped off at either Terminal 1 or 2 Park at the Quick Ride Ramp, which is Highway 5 up the post road exit, the terminal right. runs 24-7. That, yes, and that would be that's wonderful. That would be a shuttle, not the terminal. Um, yeah, <laughs> and we just the other thing about it is we're so lucky. This is the best airport in North America that we have here. Go to MSPAirport.com for all your information. There's so many great restaurants. There's so much to do at the airport. Go early and enjoy yourself before you leave. All right, so Loreen. Yeah. Um, Grant and I yesterday you piqued our interest. Yeah. Um, because we both watched the Boston uh, Strangler, Strangler, yeah, on Hulu, and when I started watching it, I thought it was a series. Me too. And about an hour in, I'm like, I'm done with this episode now. I want to be done, and we'll watch the next one tomorrow night. And Jeff's like, it's a movie, and I, I'm like, it is. Oh, it is a movie. It's yes. just a one and done. Yeah. So then we stuck it out. Yeah. Um. Wow. Wow. Little. I would agree with you. A little long in the beginning. They took a while to get to the meat of it all. But definitely what I would say, and then you could tell what you think. I you know, from I didn't know the whole I've heard of the Boston Strangler. Sure. Didn't know yeah. the story. So it was really cool for me to learn this whole the theory behind some of this possibilities. Now, what I say that's different about this one from let's say Dahmer. Dahmer was first-person perspective of the killer, whereas, like we mm-hmm. talked about yesterday, Kira Knightley as these and and G, I don't know the other lady's name, but Carrie uh, Coons, Carrie Coons, the the perspective of these two reporters, completely different viewpoints, but an yeah. amazing perspective on a horrible, tragic experience. And um, I learned a lot. I mean, I knew that women were treated horribly, but my God, I did not believe. It's, it's interesting, Grant, because yeah. it it starts um, in 1963, and when you take a peek back of it. Uh, Kira Knightley is working the lifestyles part yes. of the newspaper yeah. where she was just given the task to test a toaster mm-hmm. and how she was just curious, curious beyond belief. She had three children at home. Her husband also worked outside of the home. And it was very interesting for a woman to be educated working outside of the home mm-hmm. in 1963 mm-hmm. and how, you know, she had something in the guys like, nah, you stick to your stuff. And then finally right. kind of believed her and brought another woman, but how women were treated and also... But even when they did give it to her, they still stuck it to them. Yeah. With those pictures. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's it, a twist in it where they just didn't they never, think. Yeah, they really, they, they, they pretended to give them credit, but they never really did. Yeah, it was terrible. It was an it's a it's it was interesting. Oh. And I guess I don't really know the story either, but there were 13 well, slayings. Morbid curiosity. Yes. If it's done well, people do like it. Now, our friend Sandy, she she said to me she thought it was pretty good, but she hated that it was filmed in low light. That's sharper objects. Grant said the same thing. He said, I was glad it was dark. We didn't watch it till night either. Yeah, if you watch that during the day, you're not seeing a damn thing. You're not seeing anything. I hate to tell those producers. I mean, there was electricity in 1963. <laughs> I made the same joke to Lily when we're watching it. I'm like, it is 1963, but right. every lamp is like as dim as it can be. It's corner lit. Nothing. You couldn't see anything, but I get that kind of fed to the darkness of what the story yeah. was a little bit. But if you were watching this midday with your windows open, you might see 10% of the film. And and yeah. the journalist's names were Jean Cole and Loretta McLaughlin. And Jean, she had I loved her. She had some feice to her. Was so it did, based on a book? I, I you know what? It, I wouldn't be surprised. It, the guy who um, 
the guy Matt something. Hold on a second. Let me just. His name is um, Matt Ruskins, and um, he. What Carrie Coon says, Matt Ruskins somehow knew the daughter of Jean Cole, the okay. one of the women that was part of. The um, Record American, which wasn't even one of the main papers that was getting the scoop on all this, mm-hmm. was willing to look at it from a different way and how police p- departments don't talk to each other and oh. how there's bureaucracy and red tape. And we saw that 9-11. We've seen it with other things. Yeah. You know, yeah. everyone's caring about their little p- compartment first. Mm-hmm. It, it's really, a, I, I really enjoyed it. I really also, you know, as a woman who always worked, there is a real struggle when you are a mother and you're working and that the guilt you feel going to work and like, who's going to do that? And if you want to stay late, how does that, you know, Yeah. and not that yeah. I ever was made to feel that way by my ex-husband. He was wonderful about it, but it's just, there's this just innate Internal. thing in women. Yeah. 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 So they, they, they kind of show that, but I was, I was. I love Kira Knightley. I love her so much. She and you amazing. were you were in love more with um, Carrie Coons. I was, yeah. I really, I really enjoyed. It. I just like how when certain parts when she needed like Kira Knightley's character did an amazing job as an investigative reporter, but she also needed that person to push her a little that, bit. And Lori, that, and the, that, the other one, she's you. She's got balls. Yeah, she kind bigger of bigger balls than she Carrie goes, Coons. Yeah, yeah, she goes into the office and kind of gets done what's needed to be done. But as a true crime fan, or not a true crime, but Law and Order fan, all those kind of things. What was unique was watching how they documented crime in the 60s versus now. Everything is at the touch of your fingertips. You could type it into a computer, and it's all right there. In an interview, they didn't even have handheld recorders. They were sitting there writing down. Oh, honey, this is how we... Listen, we learned shorthand. I know. We we grew up in a different time, right? It was just amazing to see that as a fan of crimes, and I have not watched anything in the past like that. It was a cool perspective. I would give it a B+. What do you think? Or B? I would say B plus, yes. Yeah. Okay. And and um, have you guys watched the finale of Poker Face yet? No. I think it just dropped on Thursday. It did, yeah. I have not watched Mm-mm. it. You? Okay. Best new TV show. You really went straight through it, Lori. You loved it. Well, I haven't watched all of it because okay. it just drops once a week right. on Peacock. But I was intrigued because there was a cover in the finale. Of an epic, well-known Bob Dylan song, and I wonder if people will instantly recognize this voice of this. The song is "Don't Think Twice, It's All Right." Okay, I said Julia. Who is it? I said Burl Ives or Earl Ives or something. The guy. Burl Ives. Yes. Um, Christmas Burl Ives. Yes. He's he got did, it. I love he did covers. covers. We love covers. Okay. Oh, Lori, I love knowing that. Yeah, so you're going to hear that in episode 10. That's not a spoiler, but nice. somehow it works its way into that sh- the, the song. And it probably, you know, um, because when does the poker face take place? In the now? Mm, yeah. It does. Yeah. yeah, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. I think it is. But and anyway, that's on Peacock, so, Lori, or Paramount Plus? Peacock. Peacock. Peacock, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm behind on that one. Um, can I just uh, recap The Bachelor is this? Please. Sex and misery in the fantasy suite. <laughs> Does he have The show issues? started with Zach promising Jesse there would be no sex in the fantasy suite. And, and so they're in Thailand, Ariel, Gabby, and Katie. 
he and Ariel, they're very, Ariel, they're very horny for each other. They have a good date food market. And he tells her, you know, he doesn't want to muddy the situation. He's not going to have sex. Jesse said, you're going to be tempted. Anyway, he sent home somebody. And anyway, we know who he's going to pick based on because he did have sex with somebody. Do you like him? Is it? Are we ready to be done? Well, yeah, next week it's over. Thank God, unless it's women tell all. (laughs) Anyway, it was a miserable night. Honesty is not the best policy. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Better. There you go, Lori. All right. We're going to take a quick break. This is Lori and Julia. We are on my talk. We're going to be right back after a quick break.